to How Rude, an exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom, Full House. I am one of your co-hosts, Mr. Egghead himself, Brandon Shockney, and to my immediate left is my professor. <laughs> professor, go ahead and say your name. Oh, my name is John Pernasek, and may I say, Mr. Egghead, that this is an exquisite opportunity for <laughs> podcasting because we are a couple of rude dudes, rude dudes. We're just a couple of rude dudes. Eggs, 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 egg pun, eggs. And to our immediate left of of course, is someone who's not cracking her water bottle into a microphone, oh. unlike my friend, Mr. Egghead. Her name is... Becca Slack! Becca Slack, you, of course, if it's not obvious to the keen-eared Full House obsessive fan, we are covering Mr. Egghead today. Yes. Now, how did you grow up with Full House, I feel like I watched it... It was on TJF, Of course. Right? So yes. I watched it every Friday. You were a devotee. Whole lineup. Yeah. That was my night was planned. Now, was was Full House the favorite, or were you a fan of one of the other ones more? I, I feel like most people are fans of other shows. I <laughs> liked Full House. Mm-hmm. I loved all the ones that only lasted, like, one season. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Your yeah. Teen Angels. Yeah. There's one with, like, an... I feel like an alien. They were, like, hiding an alien. They, they did but a it lot. it was an ALF. It was, like, they were trying to, like, do, do an ALF of kind of thing. After Post-Sabrina, they tried to kind of throw in a couple more magic or supernatural-type yeah. sitcoms. They only ran for a couple of seasons because they had these fucking premises that were, like, ripped from the 1950s. Right. Like, the Teen Angel one was about a guy who fucking straight-up died. Yeah. And then helped his friend, like, get oh, through I kooky situations. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably, like, get into heaven? Like, he had to be a guardian angel, maybe, to, like, mm-hmm. fucking score some points with the sure. old godmeister. Yeah. And then there's the Genie show, which I can never remember what that one's called. I Dream of Genie? No, this is the... <laughs> no, this would have been for TGIF, our generation. Sure. He had Justin Guarini hair, and he came out of a bottle, and he helped a family deal with assorted, vague problems. Oh, I do not remember that one. I remember one where it was it a brother who dressed as their grandma or their like excuse me yeah he would dress up as their grandma so that they wouldn't get put into foster care like the family wouldn't get split up excuse me this was like a this was a sitcom yes and i feel like it was on tjf he would dress up like just in case like a teacher or social (laughs) services dropped by he would dress up as their like funky grandma oh my god was it was it a black cast was it like a black sitcom Mm -hmm. okay i can't this is very that's so very much like a mrs doubtfire situation yes i I just looked up six six weird tjf shows from the 90s you totally forgot existed i found i found teen angel you wish you wish. The genie, genie one. Yes, of course. Okay, he doesn't seem to have Justin Guarini here so much as just a bad oh, head of nineties hair. Him. Oh, Very okay. Jerry curled. Oh now goodness gracious, great balls of fire. What wow. else is going on here in this lineup? Muppets Tonight? Yeah, of course, Muppets Tonight. Yeah. Aliens in the family? Yep. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. God, That's no. They were crazy. just like living with aliens. These aliens are yeah. slightly more appealing to me design wise than Mac and me. <laughs> but not by much. They're so scary. What is this? I gotta know what this crazy I grandma show is. I feel like it was like Mrs. Something or maybe... Mrs. Grandma or yeah. get out of my face, Grandma. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll figure out that at some point. Uh, for right now, uh, your challenge, Becca, is you have to uh, summarize this entire episode of television in one sentence. Danny gets a driving ticket. Comma. Con- yeah, there's going to be a lot of commas. <laughs> Stephanie is nervous about picture day. Joey does something that makes her even more nervous about picture day, comma. Up for... Oh, my gosh. Up, up what? <laughs> he is up for a job on television as Mr. Egghead. Blah! But fails miserably. 
Period. Period. Yes, I think <laughs> that for a Full House episode, this is oddly packed to the gills. I, I just realized going over that summary that we never got resolution to the courtroom thing. Uh, like, well, if, no, no, we did. We got a gag that sort of ties it up. That's sort of like an ironic, yeah. like, I can't believe this happened after all that we went through. I missed it. Well, let, let's unpack let's that unpack first. How did I miss that? Uh, so, right. of course, in classic Full House fashion, this sort of begins with the living room and everyone sort of just converges. Right. And sort of vomits out their own plot. Uh, Jesse is in uh, a crazy outfit with boots that would fucking blind a blind man. It would, they're shockingly bad. Leopard boots. And then Stephanie is also in cowboy boots. Oh, she's in like a full, like, dark pink bordering into like maroon ensemble. And the boots match that. Matching boots. Uh, so it's sort of like a war of the boots. Who's wearing it worse? They were just feeling a little Uncle bit Jesse. country. I'm a little bit the country. The tanners. Now that's a premise. <laughs> it's a, Did it's they ever a, go country? Uh, <laughs> no, they well, go to like a dude ranch, right? They have to. Right? There, of course, DJ loves horses. There's 178 oh, yes. episodes. There has to yes. be. One. There's not 178. There's 192. 192 you get that right. <laughs> Too many. Oh, my Too God. Many. You tried to make it but easier on us. you know they us. go, like, to a ranch, probably. Yeah, I mean, sure. they've been to Hawaii. They've been to, like, some barnyards for some horse time activities. Yeah. The Tanners do cowboys. I'm telling you, that's a premise for a reboot. You do Full House, but it's just redneck. The Tanners. Hi, DJ. Hi. <laughs> of course, Andy my Griffin. voice immediately goes into <laughs> the Apple Double Gay Rights again. <laughs> Classic joke. Classic, John. He's like plucking plinky plunking on the guitar, and Stephanie's got a big crisis. Yes. She's got to practice for Picture Day. day. Now, we all, I think we all assume that it's <laughs> what everyone does, which is the Picture Day where you get your individual one taken. This is, we come to find out, it's for that, like, class picture where someone holds up the, like, class of... Blah, blah. When they say class photo, they mean it. It's, yeah, it's the group yeah, ensemble. I feel like you do that. I did that when I was in, maybe in preschool or kindergarten, but once you actually get into grade school, it's just individual shots. I don't remember doing, like, a fifth grade class photo. I feel like we did. We'd go into, like, some room, they would do the class picture, and then they would just take you just get into a line. Get into a line, and you would do your individual. Did you uh, Did you ever feel nervous about class picture day? Anxious? Was that ever a thing? It was either I was anxious and I like prepared an outfit, or I completely forgot and was just there and was like, "Oh yeah, okay." <laughs> do you ever have yep. one of those embarrassing ones where you forgot and it's like? A graphic tee because they like very frown upon that. Who, who frowns know? upon you're this? You're not supposed to have on like for class pictures. You're not supposed to have like logos or. Well, like, maybe words. in your sort of weird non-denominational, no? non-corporate environment. I don't. I don't think we had any. Rules I think that's about. a thing, or not rules, but they were just like. Please, we're like try to refrain from wearing like. Why? Parents probably like, wouldn't like. No that, maybe, fear, like, right? You don't want like a no fear T-shirt and have that be your class. You picture. want like a ju- like a. Uh, uh, oh, good. Three sixteen shirt. What's that whole wrestler thing? John 316? Yeah. Uh, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. And what did John 316 mean? What did that actually mean in the context uh, of Forgot to love the world? No. <laughs> Not that. Did, wasn't that a reference to like, his catchphrase, like, I'm going to like kick yeah. your ass or yeah. something? Um, Is oh it clear God, I that I wasn't wrestling. a wrestling fan? Oh, yeah. I, I missed that. Yes. Literally. So I'm sorry. Not to derail his original question, but any photos that stand out in your memory from that time? Yeah. I would get these really bad short haircuts because I... Didn't know I had curly hair because, like, my mom would just brush my hair and it would just turn into this, like, mushroom <laughs> kind of thing. Yep. This but, sort of cascading yeah. waterfall. And of then hair. I would, like, because it was cool to, like, gel your hair back really tight into ponytails. <laughs> Until you could feel the bones and, in yeah, your own head. Like, and, like, your head was, like, being stretched back. I hope it was because I forgot because I had, like, my hair, like, slicked back into a ponytail really tight. So it looked like. I just had hair up to my ears. I think I had braces at the time, and I was just wearing a purple Old Navy shirt. Ugh. What age or grade would this have I been? I think that was sixth grade. How, what do you remember about the, your reaction to the photo, like do, like when you got it? I think I knew that I wasn't cute at the time. I was just like... <laughs> That, oh, no. like, reflected back at me. And, like, my freckles were just so dark. And it looked like, like a, I just like a had, raccoon like, mask? Yeah, like, it just looked like I had, like, a Band-Aid of freckles across my nose. Oh. Like, just so dark.
dark. Like, my eyes were, like, really squinty. <laughs> and I was, like, kind of trying to cover up my braces, but not really. So you had braces. You look like you're, like, high. Yeah. Like, trying to like, cover I up being high. Like I was high in yeah. sixth grade. Did you tend to get haircuts right before the picture day? I feel like my mom had some sort of schedule where it was like, oh, that's coming up. We should probably get you a haircut. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's not a good idea to, like, have a kid do a haircut right before a picture yeah. because then it's going to have that sort of raw, sudden feel Fresh. to it. Yeah, I have one. I have one that's really bad. Uh, it's like the, one of those years where half of your teeth, half of, like, your baby teeth have fallen oh, out. Oh, yeah. And, like, the other half are, like, starting to grow in. So you have just, like crazy teeth yeah. of different it's sizes. Like, like, your mouth is just like mangled. All right. So, so I like, have like that and I had like a short buzz cut. Just not a flattering picture of me. What is it with little boys <laughs> and at a certain point they're all about like I want a buzz cut because yeah. like, I did it multiple years for like there were multiple class photos with me with buzz I, cuts. I went from like steady side part and then one year just like <laughs> I feel I, like that was middle school. Yeah, Everyone middle just, like, school. Shaved their head. Yeah, it's, it's that was when it was happening. Not sixth grade for me. Part down the middle. Oh, of course. Yes. JTT. I loved that look. Oh, I did not, you do it I specifically because of JTT? I don't think so. Okay, I just did it because it was the cool thing to do. I honestly, my think... hair was not built to. <laughs> To part there. Oh. It was just one year. I had it for one year. And was I like, honestly I think I did the buzz cut because of Chris O'Donnell in Batman and Robin. I remember taking a fo- like a Disney magazine, taking it to the guy who cut my hair and being like, can you do this? And he was like, a buzz cut? Yeah, I think I can manage. So let me get this straight. You want to look like this guy, right? Okay, well, can I can't. Can you make me Chris O'Donnell? Can you make me into Chris O'Donnell, star of The Three Musketeers? <laughs> Why do I like that movie so much? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. You know what? I completely forgot. We can't really talk about this episode yet because we have to talk about the cold open. open. Brandon, oh. you got to walk us through that That's real quick. That's right. I'm sorry. We forgot. So uh, we last episode, we had a little break from the norm, and it's it wasn't a Mich- Michelle bit. Cold opens are always Michelle bits. Surprise. Spoiler alert. Yes. Um, so we were yeah. back to business as usual uh, today. The bread and butter. Yeah. Who mm. Do what hits, you if know? It ain't broke. Yeah, exactly. It certainly is not broke (laughs) yet. They're trying their best. We have something that is not, does not horribly date this episode at all, Mm -mm. which is leaving a voicemail for your answering machine. Now, Um, to be fair, they had no idea where phone technology was going to go. Answering machines were unilaterally used, universal. So I guess, I guess Danny's goal in this was to have Michelle leave a cute baby voicemail. Of course. Because a lot of people did. Right. Yes. Did you ever have to? I never did that. Did you guys ever have to leave like a message? No, we had very standard yeah. get it done messages. We didn't do family stuff. We, so my dad had one that he would always do. And my dad made us screen our <laughs> that phone sigh. calls. <sighs> so like we couldn't, when the phone was ringing growing up, we couldn't just pick it up and be like. You had to screen every phone call? Every phone call we screened. So if <laughs> he you loved wanted, this technology. If you wanted to talk to us, you had to start leaving a message so we, like, knew who it was. And then we'd pick up the phone. Uh, oh, my God. And it was so, I was just like, I just want to pick up the phone. And then caller ID happened, and I was like, yeah, I could pick up this phone. So you would answer <laughs> it while someone was while in the someone process? was talking. Oh, weird. So oh, that's, his, oh, that's irritating. He's like, hi, you've reached the Slack residence. We're screening calls. It was, like, kind of a joke. He's like, we're screening calls from relatives and those to whom we owe money. Please leave a message. And it was like him doing it for a while, and then he let my sister and I do it. Okay. Same Uh, script? Yeah, same script. Okay. Did you do it in unison? Yeah, I think we did do it in unison. (laughs) Uh, Older sister or younger sister? Younger sister. What's the age gap there? Three years. Okay. So maybe I did it by myself and then with her. Once she was, yeah. Once she was like. (laughs) Once she could do the cold read. You were like, all right, you're good. Yeah, you can be in on this. I I love that he was joking. He tried to turn it into a joke, but he Mm -hmm. clearly, this was important to him. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody that's trying to sell us anything or is trying to like scam us or anything like that. But I have, my dad traveled a lot when we were little. So there was always these messages when we got home that was like, hello, 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 hello. And it was like, (laughs) it was just my dad, like, wondering if we were, like, just starting to talk so that we knew it was him and could pick up. Of course, classic. But then, like, if we were gone, (laughs) it was just, like, a 30-second message of him being like, hello, anybody home? Well, after 10 Uh, seconds. (laughs) calling to... 
but like we had one phone upstairs, so like someone would have to like. There's like this run. haunting musicality to yeah. it, like hello. It was it's just yeah. me. <laughs> I'm calling. The, the, the creepy like aspect of that is thinking like being in that house and just hearing that well, no one's there. There's just like this voice permeating through oh. an empty household. Oh. Or I'm just remembering my dad would do Elvis, like an Elvis message. Excuse me. Or Bill Clinton. Like, uh, what, what, what were the what was the scripts for these two guys? My dad just does a bill like a decent Bill Clinton impression. As do we all. And so on his cell phone until maybe like two years ago, <laughs> my mom just like got too frustrated with it. It, it was Bill Clinton. Like, so is, he kept that same like gag for years. Yeah. He's like, I don't even remember what I he said. I am not like, home with another woman. Yeah, it was <laughs> Leave a like, message. I feel like it was around Christmas when Elvis would come out. Christmas Elvis vi- uh, voicemail messages. That's So fantastic. we definitely used our answering machine. We're not done with the cold open yet because Michelle, like, she kind of pulls like a uh, diva moment. Yeah. She turns it into her own, like, little showcase for her right. singing style. She's like, hello, people. <clears throat> twinkle, twinkle, high under the yeah, that's done. Brrrr. That but so it was cool. like, it wasn't even a joke. It no. was just cute. It's just right. cute. That's how that's most so of the Michelle stuff, some of it is actively trying to be funny, and some of it's just like, she's cute. Let her that's go. That's all we need. Let her off the leash. Yeah. Just, have, just have her be cute for like 15 minutes, yeah. and we'll get two minutes worth of footage out of that. So this photo shoot, did anyone else get a creepy feeling from this? Because it, it wasn't like a class picture photo. No. It was like, oh, yeah. Give it to, Give me. It to me. Show me the love. Yeah. Happy. Michelle's, Michelle's like doing that pose. Yeah, she's doing like a, a, a garbo. Yeah. <laughs> from like 1920s. Yeah. Hello. And she takes the Polaroid like with her. Yeah. She's like, I have a big mouth. I'm going to go look at my mouth, mouth for the next oh. hour and a half. I'm going to eat it. And then, of course, who comes through the door? Now we've got uh, Danny and DJ. DJ, as I said before we started. She looks crazy. she They're dressing her like she is a 30-year-old Murphy Brown journalist. Yes, she looks like a news anchor. Where are they coming from? Because they're talking about this whole speeding ticket thing. Or uh, he just got a ticket in general because there was some arbitrary law he broke. There's and a bush in front of... A sign, <laughs> presumably. Sign. And they didn't see it. No. Bush was stupid. God, that damn bush. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, where is DJ coming from? Is Are they coming from school? Because why would she go to school in heels and a fucking bright that, blue outfit like this? Because she's trying to be cool, John. Do you not get that? She's trying to be older, like the older teachers. She wants to be like the older teachers. Teacher, yes. She hangs out in the faculty lounge. <laughs> Smoking, getting them coffee. Ah, <laughs> oh, tell me about it, Blanche. Tell me about it, my Harold. student? <laughs> <laughs> you're my student, yet you're so grown up. I wonder if, I don't know, because there's no mom. She, does she try to dress like a mom? Is <gasps> she's, she's trying like, to take on the yeah, Pam? take on the like. The Pam factor? Yeah. Yeah, she's trying to be like a grown figure for yeah. her two sisters. Uh, who comes through the door next? Of course, we've got uh, Joey. He's smug as fuck. Flying fuck all fuck. Yeah, because he finally has a, a glimmer of success right. in his life. But why? Why? Because of Danny again. Yeah. Danny getting them the gig. Now, this is very confused. The, the show really muddles this whole process. Yes. Because he has an audition to replace this character role of Mr. Egghead. Apparently Mr. Egghead is like this sort of baton passing scenario where maybe since the 60s, 15 men have played it. It's like, you know, it's like in Blue's Clues when Steve had to leave for college. Oh, yeah. And then Steve's cousin? Yes. Or someone came and replaced him? Mm -hmm. Great. Classic. Yes. Uh, Mr. Egghead is this sort of scientific Mr. Rogers who does yeah. skits and songs, presumably. He's like a, um, he's more like, he's almost like Bill Nye, but he's more like uh, Beekman. You guys remember Beekman? Yes, I was trying to think of that Beekman's world. Beekman's world, it was, he wore like a green lab coat. And, and he, he had, had the, bright black the, Einstein hair, like hair shock was, hair. Oh. And then he had a, like a, kind of a hot assistant. And then, uh, <laughs> I okay. I, like, kid Brandon was into her. And then uh, he had yep. like a fat, <laughs> Rat friend, don't you remember? Yeah. Like that dude in a big rat suit. Beekman is like Bill Nye the Science Guy for like grungier, grubbier kids who are like, what a nerd. No, you know what? I like Beekman. I actually, I think I watch Beekman's World more than I watch Bill Nye the Science Guy. That's because he's grungier and cool, man. So yeah, it's like Captain Kangaroo or like Bozo the Clown meets yeah. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Because they have the kids that are on stage. Mm-hmm. Yes. He gets to audition for it, but when we see him in the context of the show, later he says he's fired from the show. So was right. he, did he get 
get hired to do this at a certain point? They don't say. They don't they don't even bother to try and explain what is going on here. Right. He's very excited. He he tells Jesse, hey, uh, you know, you're gonna be my sidekick. Not even really asking. Yeah. Just saying, like, hey, can you write a bunch of songs? Real quick for my show. It's so presumptuous. Mm-hmm. Like, hey Jesse, you're you're good at the fucking synth keyboard. But but Jesse's like problem with it isn't the that responsibility. He's like what, I'm not going to be the alpha male? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he has, like, that. such... His, his machismo is yeah. Like yeah. out of control yeah. all the time. And when it's threatened, oh, he, he does not like does that. not take it well. And he only does it in the end because Joey just proves to be a pestering asshole about it. Right. It, it, he, Joey doesn't come to him like, hey, it could be a good way to get your face on camera. Yeah. You know, you'll, you'll be writing music, which is, you know, not a bad thing. You'll be creating. You know, Joey could have been an adult about this, but instead he's like, do it. Do, do it. it or kids will hate you. Uh, I'll yeah. bother kids. you enough. Yeah. Do it? <laughs> Is there something like the kids won't be able to love their pets enough because <laughs> they won't have a music man telling them about science or something? It, it, the logic makes no sense. Sure. Uh, let's go to the uh, the whole set of Mr. Egghead. Okay. Uh, I like to think yet again, uh, I'll say it again, this set has probably been used since like 1973. Yes. It's the same shitty props, backdrops. The kids are in a little audience, but it's an egg carton. I thought it was uh, Roatif. I thought thought they they were were in a mouth is what I thought. And I was like, oh, it's comedy. It's supposed to be fun and funny, so they're in a mouth. Yes, of course. But it's a carton of eggs. And they have little eggshells on their... Yes. Half eggshells on their heads. Yes. They look like little recently hatched chicklets. Yes. And it's Stephanie's class. In this weird folding in of plots A and C, Stephanie, her entire class is just getting to go to this screening for Mr. Egghead. Which she has one line where she just connects it all for them, and she goes, Oh, what a day. This week is so great. Today, I got to do this. Like, today I got to do this. Tomorrow my whole class is going on Mr. Egghead. And at the end of the week, it's picture day. I love my life. Yep. <laughs> Just this, what could go wrong? This boundless fountain of optimism. Yeah. Which she's like, Kind of screaming that line. Yeah. I think yes. she just screams all <laughs> This is the timeline of the episode! People bop! I learned what exposition is today. <laughs> but uh, I will say that this is before Stephanie gets too annoying and you start, like, hating her. Right. Oh, you felt like after a while Stephanie well, was wasn't a great like, character? I was just done with Oh, <gasps> growing up, I always found Jodie Sweetins or Stephanie the least interesting of the girls. Yeah, it's they give her this sort of middle child aesthetic to where like she's not the oldest so her stories aren't new and she's not the youngest so she can't like experience baby things. She's just getting everything handed down from yeah. DJ. And I feel bad for her but then I'm also like in the later episodes <laughs> I'm just it. like god you suck hard. I can't. I'm trying to like you. <laughs> more, more Michelle please. Yes. I know, I'm a sucker for Michelle. Yeah. I know. You were a sucker for her during the, this yes, one. Yes. I want, couldn't I could like. The, the it entire was visceral, world. My reaction. I the entire was, like, world so was a cute. sucker for the Olsen twins. <laughs> The entire world. Oh, I no will say this. Resist. We, I think we made a few references to this, but I recently watched through Amazon Prime. You can get this streaming. I watched motherfucking Beastly with it's Vanessa Hudgens and Neil Patrick Harris and our good friend Mary Kate Olsen playing the witch in a modern day Beauty and the <gasps> Beast adaptation. Oh, I remember seeing a trailer for this and, and the, being like, who's what the, who's is the dude? This? The dude is some guy who he has a fair amount of film credits, but he is not interested. Interesting at all and on like screen. his thing is like he has crazy like scars. Well, yes, he starts is. off the this will just be a, a whole episode about Beastly if I if I allow it. This guy is like super hot and he's trying to become the head of the Green Committee at this insanely expensive looking school. Sure. And he's like, you should elect me for the Green Committee. You know why? I don't fucking give a fuck all about the environment. I'm very attractive. Fucking elect me. And Mary Kate's watching from the audience, fucking full on witch. Her tattoos are changing because she has magic. <laughs> she is is truly magic. <laughs> and she's like, one of these days, someone's gonna tear you down. I'm playing a high schooler. Hmm. Is it weird? Does she still have the capability to act? She's making a choice, and it makes sense for the character, because she's just this weird, hot topic, gothic teen. And he's like, hey, I'll make it up to you. I'm sorry I make fun of you all the time. I'll invite you to uh, the Green Party. Like, I'm serious. There's like a party for the Green Committee. That might as well be called the Green Party. <laughs> And when she gets there, he's like, are you serious? You showed up? You fucking Frankenskank. 
He calls her a Frankenskank. Oh, no. That's a verbatim? It's a, he says something like, you tatted up gothic Frankenskank. And she goes, I'm over it. I gave you a second chance. Now I'm going to poof. poof. <laughs> she's wearing a wig in every scene. Like her character just wears like crazy wigs. In one, she's wearing like a Liza Minnelli cabaret, like Bob. This is amazing. I have to see this. Yeah, movie. it's on yeah. Amazon Prime, yes. you say? In one, she's wearing right. thick, fake gold dreads. And she's always dancing. Like every time he runs in her, she's like, hey, what's up? Can't lift the curse, bro. Uh, <laughs> Too busy dancing on E. She's a high schooler? She's playing high schooler. Oh, okay. But also probably some sort of immortal witch yes. who has been a high schooler since. And so this was the, the last straw where they were like, gotta abandon this ship. Let's concentrate on the youngest Olsen. She's like, still got potential. Oh, yes. Elizabeth. Not Mary Elizabeth, of course. Oh. She has. Who's now like... A successful... It's because Elizabeth can really, truly act. Yeah. They had a rope tightening around their necks during this entire show, Mm -hmm. and it didn't do them any favors for the rest of their career. Well, they made a fuck ton of money. (laughs) Their lives, I should say. Career-wise, I'm sure they have more than enough money, but their lives, who can say? I hope they're happy. I don't wish them harm like the witch in Beastly. (laughs) But yes, when he becomes a beast, it's sort of like he has stapling through his head, like these weird like staples and a lot of tree tattoos. She's like, when the flowers on your tree tattoo turn to springtime, it will mean that you'll stay this way forever. So that's that's in place of the rose metaphor. Yes. And the way that the girl has to stay with him in his house is I won't even bother to explain it. It's so stupid. It involves like a drug deal gone wrong and a man being shot and he's like you have to stay with me I'm the only one who can protect you I gotta see this but he's still ripped by the way when he's ugly quote unquote he still gets to be like super ripped well the beast I feel like the beast is always ripped now this is a question question I want you to answer he has monster abs because a lot of people have said this positively were you attracted to the beast in Beauty and the Beast in his beast form I wasn't. That movie okay. didn't do All it right. for me. Okay, not so much like, on that one. Little Mermaid, Prince okay. Eric, Little Mermaid, oh. that did it for okay. me. Good. For sure. But I was never attracted to the beast, but maybe now as an older woman, I would. Have other people come to you and said, oh, I have a Other people I've thought to have been like, yeah, you know what? The beast? Who are they attracted. dating now? Like big, rough, <laughs> hairy know. men? Hey! I picture like Tarzan from Magic Mike. <laughs> Oh, Tarzan for Magic Mike? Is there yeah, a Tarzan the, number Oh, on yeah, that? he's the one with, like, oh. the really long hair who's, like... Yes, again, cords. Yeah. Like, dr- not dreads, but, like, cords. And, yeah, that's who I picture the Beast as. Okay. When he becomes a human again at the end of the movie, he's supposed to still be, like, 17, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. He's got the fucking jawline and fucking physique of a bodybuilder. Beast. Doesn't he have a little beast. ponytail? Mm-hmm. I think that's why I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank the you. The Beast? I, yeah. yeah I didn't like his ponytail. I was yeah. like, no. Like, with a little bow Cut in it. Cut uh, that out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like that. So, so let's presume that Joey did his audition and he got hired. Okay. This is presumably the first time they're, like, screening a full episode for him. Yes. They're going to, like, tape a full episode, I should say. Yeah. And everything just seems so bad. Like, the show itself. How could this ever work on a regular basis? Yeah, assuming they're following the outline of the guy that came before. Right. Or it's just the same show with a different... Mr. Egghead, it seems like the most boring kids' television show of all time. Well, yeah, Joey says, like, all I have to do is follow the scripts, but he's incorporating an entirely new element in this professor character that Jesse's playing, so it's a new version of the show, mm-hmm. and the kids don't seem to be on board really at no, all. Especially not Walter. Walter, fucking duckface, Walter's back. So this, this Walter serving kid... Serving mad face. This, wa- this Walter kid <laughs> just stands up and is like, what happened in the previous Egghead and all this stuff? In reality... The producers would be like, Shut the fuck up. Take that fucking yeah. kid, take him out. You're done. You're out. You're done. Where's your mom? He, You're gone. He accuses Stephanie of being a plant when Stephanie gets chosen for like the experiment. I'm like, the whole thing's a fucking setup, kid. Yeah. It's a show. This isn't like some Producers would be like, stop recording, take that kid, remove him, let's begin again. <laughs> take that little weird, kind of gay little kid with a purple sweater. With his, his duck face and get him out of there. If I, You know what? Even if he hadn't caused a scene, I would be behind the camera as the producer going, what's with that kid? He's distracting to me. He's got the very thick glasses, yes. and he's got that duck face the whole time. He should have been in the back with a tall kid in front of him. <laughs> So there you go. Yes. No Obscure him. Yes. I also love, uh, yet again, we see this group of kids and they're so diverse. But the show never really bothers, outside of those ensembles, to be diverse. Mm-hmm. When there's a bunch of kids, throw in three Asian kids, throw in fucking five black kids. Mm-hmm. But they never have lines. Right. They never get to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. So uh, when you were a kid, I know we kind of talked about some old kid shows, but 
So in the vein of a Mr. Egghead, was there someone you sort of turned to on television? It, it was like a, a figure that you liked watching. Not so much me, even the show. But like, oh, I love this because of like this person at the center of it all. Like a learning show? Yeah, like kind of like that, yeah. Like a classic example, of course, being like a Mr. Rogers. I was big on Mr. Rogers and I was big on Sesame Street. I did like sure. Sesame Street a lot. And Mr. Rogers. Yeah, like something more along the line of Mr. Rogers where there's a centralized figure like at the center of it. What's with the lamb? Who's the lamb chop woman? Oh, oh I Sherry love lamb chop. Sherry yeah, Lewis. I feel yes. like I saw her live. Before she it's a song that never ends. We don't need any. We don't need any of that. No, 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 no. Don't encourage him. <laughs> they, that was oddly. I never realized that it was oddly Christian and was it? Jewish. Lamb Chop? Yeah, th- there, there's a. I feel like there's a video for Lamb Chop fans where it's like we're celebrating Christmas and Hanukkah. But I think she, in general, felt that that show was a tool to sort of get generalized Christian values across. So it was never like out. It was not like some Veggie Tales shit. Oh yeah. But I think that was her goal. Like. So thank you, Brandon, for sort of half-heartedly just singing songs when you really no problem (laughs) could be bringing more of an A game. Sing it. No, I don't. You want to? Yeah. Besides Veggie Tales. All right, fine. Yeah, I I feel like I watched a ton of TV. Like, I knew how to work a TV at two. (laughs) You were flipping between channels. I knew how to work a TV. Well, like, I would wake up before my parents and just, like, (laughs) scoot down the stairs because I couldn't, like, walk down the stairs. So I'd, like, butt scoot down the stairs. You were young enough to descend stairs, but... No, and I wasn't young enough to, like, go to the bathroom by myself. But you were operating a TV. So I would hold it until, like, one of my parents... (laughs) Woke up and then like watch TV, like whole like not being Peeing able yourself. not being no. able to go to the bathroom. I think it was more of a <laughs> so gross wiping issue. Like could yeah. wipe myself, uh, <laughs> but you could. You were flipping wiping. between channels. Yeah. Uh, Did you know what time like programs started that you wanted to watch? No, I think it was just like Saturday morning programming. So you got a chocolate surprise in your back pocket. <laughs> you're scooting downstairs. You're you're you're. No, I was in underwear. Okay. I just like I knew I could get myself on the. Toilet, but then I was like, <laughs> "Don't know what to do, bro. What I'm to stuck do now. After. It's all in there. Yeah. I know there's this white stuff that I can like put on my butt, but I'm on my porcelain throne. But I'm stuck now. Right. So I like, if I went to the bathroom, I'd have to sit there until someone woke up. Well, okay, the ideal classic. situation for you would have been a TV right in right, front of the toilet. The toilet, <laughs> the yeah. toilet also has a bidet. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then you can just walk away free right. and clean after watching 13 hours of television. Yes. Your legs like atrophy and they curdle in. <laughs> Becca, please, we're begging you. No, no, no. No, no. I have to watch my stories. So, yeah, I love, like, I still love TV, and I watch so much TV as a kid. Let me ask a variation on this. Was there a show that, like, you watched and that you enjoyed that didn't make sense for a kid to be, like, enjoying? Like, a kid who, like, grew up, like, watching soap operas, like, not understanding them or something like that, but there was something that they got out of it? Well, do you have an example for yourself? No, not necessarily. I I feel like I just throw these questions out sometimes, (laughs) and I I don't know how to back them up with my own experiences. I'm trying to think, because that's hard. I don't think so. So? I feel I, like my dad would just watch TV and expect a lot of it to go over my head, which it did. I was watching The Simpsons and Seinfeld as a kid. Mm. I liked The Simpsons because it was a cartoon, and I thought, like, Bart was funny and, like, funny stuff happened Who sometimes. Who didn't love Bart? But, I wasn't allowed to watch Simpsons. Well, my mom didn't like it. She's mm. like, she's going to be a brat like Bart. and But we, I, like, didn't. We had a really crazy cultural conversation about old Bart. Everyone was so upset about that character. A little kid, like, being, like, crazy? He'll, yeah, like, poison rude. the well. Yeah. He's so rude. Like, he hates his dad. And I think, like, the strangling thing bothered my mom. Oh, yeah, and... I guess that was a point but of But I contention. just thought it was funny, and I never, like, strangled anybody. <laughs> and then meanwhile, you're watching Seinfeld where they're talking about, like, birth control, like, masturbating. And oh, <laughs> in I coded remember, terms. I remember the move. It was, like, some move where they're clearly talking about like <gasps> oh like a, a sex, sexual move sex, like yeah. going down on a woman or fingering yeah. a woman or something whatever it is I was I know what episode you're talking about I always felt that it was something like penetration had already happened and there was like like a fucking hip thing or like a yeah but like the move could also clearly have been like I'm really good at fucking fingering or something yeah because I just remember George like coming from under the covers and being like, "What's that? It, you know." Oh, yeah. And his yeah. hair was like all messed up, and I was like, "I knew that was something sexual. I didn't know what." Were they it both was. under the covers, or was no, she? No, because she, her <gasps> head was like it was fucking cunnilingus. Yeah, I never would have thought about that as a kid. Oh I knew it was something. Oh my god, cunnilingus! What are you doing? Why are you making fun of me? Making fun of me right now? 
<laughs> that makes sense because like his hair was completely matted from like brushing up against her pelvis for like yeah. twenty minutes. And I just remember seeing that it had to be like first or second grade and being like, I don't know what that is. I know it's sexual. A good example of a, of, of that kind of gag, sort of going over a kid's head, but you know it's sexual, is in Friends when Rachel and Ross have sex in the Natural History Museum, and he like lays out a picnic in the caveman exhibit. Did you not watch Don't Friends? Watch Friends. I didn't watch Friends either. <laughs> the most smug look on your don't face. Don't watch Friends. Don't watch it. Everyone's like, Friends on Netflix. I'm like, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a gag where he lays out this picnic with all these like different food items. They roll over. She goes, she, she says something like, oh, honey, it's okay. It's okay. And he goes, oh, you just rolled over on a juice box. Oh. Which doesn't really make sense because like what the wetness would be like on her back. Uh-huh. Like why would she think that there's cum on yeah. her back? There's not a, a juice box between them. I don't know. Brandon, I'm looking at you as if you can explain it, but clearly you were not a Friends fan. Becca, were I you a Friends fan? It. I didn't watch it either. <gasps> the cheese stands alone. <laughs> but now I'm thinking I saw Grease at a very young age. John Travolta like. He I did it for you. Yeah. But I was like a... A sexual he still? kid. You were a sexual kid? Yeah. I had like crushes like out of the womb. I was like <laughs> just in love. Snap of a finger, yeah. you're in love. <laughs> Big bird. Like, yeah. <laughs> so what about Greece was like so sexual? There's like a ton of sexual stuff in Greece. But I saw it I just liked the songs. And that the, car was a real pussy wagon. Yeah, and they say, yeah, it's a real pussy wagon. But I <laughs> Like, I don't know what I thought it was in my head, but I never thought that was the lyric to that song until I was much older. (laughs) But I, like, loved the songs and the dancing and the adult themes because I was like, oh, God, I can't wait to get into high school and, like... I can't wait to get into high school, look like I'm 38. Yes. And, like, have sex. And sing and... And sing. It just, like, set me up for so much disappointment. What did you think of Rizzo? Oh. Were you like, oh, Rizzo, so scandalous. And I didn't know that, like... What was going on with her? The condom. I didn't know that that was a condom. Mm -hmm. It just all went over my head. Sure. And it didn't cause any problems because I was just like, oh, they're going to sing soon. Bart, Bart did not Bart did not poison the well. No. Uh, Greece did not... You, you were able to sort of process all of this. Uh, right. I, I feel like I miss more things like that in... In movies like uh, Ghostbusters, when he gets like head from the ghost, that's the never, worst gag in Ghostbusters. Never understood that until you later. want more gags like that in movies. No, no, I'm saying like that's that's like I'm thinking of the examples that oh, I okay. have. It's things that like just that. like went over your head. Yeah. Did you yeah. like the idea of a ghost slipping into your pants and giving you a blowjob? No, do I like it now? Did you yes, like it? Thi- absolutely. Are you a sick, sick female, man? Female ghost? Why not? How would you know if it's a female ghost? He didn't know if it was a female ghost. <laughs> that could have been a straight up dude ghost. A dude ghost who during his life never got to blow a dude. And he was like, I'm going to do it's it. Like, yeah, might as well. I've been released time. from the pits of hell. Yeah. I'm going to suck on this dude's real mortal well, dick. In this, in this scenario, I can be under the impression that I think it's a female ghost. You can be under the impression <laughs> if you choose to believe that, but you'll oh. never know. <laughs> but that ghost go, will never okay talk not to you. Knowing? Um, I don't know. I guess I'd be fine. I mean, let's make this clear. This, this, ghost, ghost. this ghost is going to drain your wick. Like, it's going to be... Oh, you're going to have nothing <laughs> left over. Three days later, you'll be sitting there going, I'm still empty. Like, I don't so know it's how. it's that great? It's that great. Okay, then yeah. Wow. We heard it here first. Right. With, with, with not knowing, are you saying you wouldn't? Dude ghosts, girl you ghosts. Let, you wouldn't let a mysterious ghost figure go, go down, you guys? Okay, speaking of cunnilingus, would you let an unknown gendered ghost... <laughs> Not let. Would you care what the gender of the ghost Especially was? Especially if it was, like, going to leave you so satisfied oh. for, like, days. Okay, yeah. That I oh, yeah, see? <laughs> exactly. We are all just greedy little human beings. <laughs> I don't care, ghost. Just do your thing. <laughs> is it Casper? Is it an underage ghost? <laughs> oh, no. Is no, it Devin, no. Is it, is it Devin no. Sawa at the age of 13? Then no. Then absolutely Not? I'm assuming it's still in my brain. It's female. It's a hot female ghost. Oh, but like the ghost is probably <laughs> Look, older it, now that, because it yeah, died however right. long ago. So it's had a chance. So it could be. 18. So if it is, if it is Casper, <laughs> no more ball licking, <laughs> shaft sucking ghost talk. Uh, Mr. Egghead goes completely wrong. We should say when there's this demonstration of what kinetic earth. <laughs> Full House. We're, oh, we're yeah. talking about Full House. So there's this dem- demonstration of kinetic energy versus uh, potential energy. Yes. And, of course, it's a wacky kids show. So, what, Becca, what do you remember of this whole, like, setup? It's a boxing glove 
on a spring, yes. pulled really tight. So that's like the potential energy, and they like pull the lever. And it's going to smack this, like, sort of roly-poly inflatable clown right. thing. like a Bobo Dolls. Yeah. yeah. The, the clown's name is Mr. Proton because everything has to have a scientific yes. name. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie somehow was supposed to be helping with this? Yeah. She, she was supposed is... to pull the lever. Mm-hmm. The lever. Lever. Fair she's enough. She's supposed to hold the lever. Um, TV. stuck. Yeah, it's stuck. So she starts singing Tomorrow from Annie as, like, a stalling tactic. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't anybody just call cut? Are they and, going live? And then the machine, hearing this awful rendition of the song, jerks to life and, and punches her. Bashes her in the fucking face. Which clearly, clearly she, yeah. goes right in front of right. her. Oh, yeah. I'll let it go. I'll let it go. There was no way we were ever going to get Stephanie straight up getting she hit she falls in the face. down and gets back up and they do this close-up shot of Stephanie and her eye is like... Twitching, crossed. Yeah. How? And then meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Walter's in the audience going, I still haven't had my question about the speed of light mm-hmm. answered. Mm-hmm. Am I gay? Am I asexual? Who knows? I might be an alien from another planet hiding within your own family. Yes. TGIF, this fall spinoff. That's how, they, that's how they did it. A Walter spinoff, not that bad of an idea. I'd watch a couple episodes of Walter. Would you not? Nope. I think I would. If, like, he was just this dorky, if he's just himself, and but his, like, maybe his family is, like, they're rock stars, so he, like, oh, doesn't yeah. in. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Walter can't okay. help being himself. You know himself. what they yeah. did? They did a show called Family Matters, where the main character... Urkel was a nerd, and you guys, are you guys familiar? No, I but never watched not, that show. He was not in that family. He was a neighbor. Oh, okay. he was their neighbor. And they but were he became rock part stars. of the family. They weren't okay. rock stars. This whole thing's okay. falling apart. He was Wait. a cop. Yeah, that's like a rock star. Like you're so smug about watching Friends. I never watched Family. I did. I can't. <laughs> I, I'm 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 on oath as saying. Speaking of oath. Ooh. Ooh, my goodness. Before we Great get... segue into this B-plot. Yeah, so DJ is sort of having to testify for Danny in court, which is insane. For a parking violation. Or no, uh, a driving uh, Some sort of, ticket. yeah, driving ticket thing. And he, Danny, like, sets up a whole board with, like, visual aids, and he's like, go over the script again, DJ. Fucking do it. And she's like, well, you were cleaning between the radio buttons and something awry occurred, and, she, and he's like, don't fucking say that, DJ. If they ask you about it, then say that. Wear blue. Put this blue on your face. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone knows that blue uh, means that the people in the court will look at you favorably. Yeah. <sighs> and she's dressed as a news anchor. Fucking again. Veruca yeah. Salt yeah. insanity. <laughs> Violet Beauregard, I With, should like, say. With, like, sensible heels. I don't understand. And she's getting out of school. Like, she's also using this to sort of parlay getting out of tests. Yes. She's like, yeah. oh, I'll go with you, Dad. I'll testify for you if we can do it on Thursday when my math test is coming. I can get out of my killer biology exam. Yeah, you'll have to retake that test, by the way. Yes. There's no way you don't take the test. The tanners! I can't take this test. I don't know of my reading. (laughs) So you, we abandoned the Mr. Egghead show. We never mentioned that. Stephanie gets her nose broken from the We were going to get to it. No, we were going to get to it. That's the same scene. Oh, Her yeah. nose is, like, broken. Well, we learn that coming out of it. Wow. Like, so they come back to the house, and, yeah, Stephanie has, like, the splint. Joey feels horrible. When Joey's pacing around the chair, Michelle follows, being adorable, like, just copying him. Yeah, she's Love very concerned. She's, Michelle. like, chastising him, like, you broke Stephanie's nose. Bad Joey. See, you, you love... You go to your room. Yeah, you love Michelle. You're all I about do, it. I, We've I, had people on here that... Think, think she's, she's ugly? People have said, like, ugly. she's an ugly baby. Oh. <laughs> ugly. I mean, she char- she charmed me. Yeah, because she's a little witch. D- star face. Stars witch. of Double Double Toil and Trouble. Yes. Brother for Sale. They had the music video. Everyone was obsessed yeah. with it. What's the one that's about pizza? Uh, give me pizza. A P-I-Z-Z-A. Mashed potatoes? Put it on the pizza. Fish? Put it on the pizza. Tomatoes. Put That's it on the pizza. It. Yes, they put crazy things. Yeah. The black girl in it sh- says, fried chicken? Put it on the pizza. <laughs> no way. And then when you see the pizza at the end, when they're about to eat it, it looks like something. Well, speaking of food porn, we're getting into a little bit of fucking grotesquery oh, coming man. up. I don't oh my god. Stephanie's nose is broken, right? Yeah. We've got that fucking taken care yes. of. So she was already worried about picture day because last year she sneezed and the guy didn't let her retake the photo, which is crazy. Right, because it's always picture retake day. Yes, P- picture retake day. Or in the moment, if a if a little girl sneezes, just go. Let's do another one. Yeah. Let's just do another one. I'm, I'm afraid that we. Unless you're a very that. unhappy man. 
Maybe it was just a very unhappy man. All of those people, just I a, assume, are, are unhappy. It's a, a wicked school picture man. Oh. man. Did you say wicked or wicked? Wicked. Wicked. Yeah, so she plans to skip picture day entirely. She says to Michelle, all right, Michelle, I'll hide in my room. You go get me something to eat, something yummy to eat. And when someone says, who's it for? You say nobody. Nobody. Classic. This won't yes. go wrong at all. Cut to some fucked up, <laughs> the worst dark, thing, the worst thing I've seen in the show. Grossest thing. <laughs> this is deep internet. Like, I don't like this. It's a baby covered... <laughs> From elbow to the fucking cuticles of her own fingers in mashy, stew, chunky, jellied. Oh, well, uh, it's peanut butter. Yeah, it's peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, you walk us through this cooking process of hers. Two slices of bread. She's on her kid's table. Two slices of bread. Peanut butter on one side, jelly on the other, and she's digging her little baby claws (sighs) into them. Her, both hands are covered in chunky peanut butter. Not, I, I'm really, not creamy. It's, it really is a fat, aesthetically horrible. Jelly, and she's rubbing the bread with her. She's like massaging hands. it like it's fucking linseed yes. oil. Like yes, yes. Yeah, and because she's got little baby hands, yeah, she can get her entire arm into the fucking jar. How does she like, get the jars? How does she always have access to this food? And then she puts the the slice on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, and she's just like puts more on top. She keeps doing it. It's all over the table. It's all over her, like, mouth and face uh, and, like, All arms. over her hands. Well, and Joey's like, Michelle, who are you taking that sandwich to? Nobody. He doesn't question it. She goes upstairs, and then when we cut to the bedroom upstairs, that kitty table in Stephanie's room is fucking covered in grime. Yeah, she's just, like, here. Joey comes up with paper towels, but no cleaning product. What's his plan? It's going to be sticky for years it's now. Be ants. <laughs> Danny is not going to like that. Ants. I was, ants? I was shocked. That you said that, and I had thought of it. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever thought in my life. A trail, like a mile Ants long. in They're Danny Tanner's house? He would not have he it. He burned to- that house to the ground. <laughs> the thing is, the ironic thing is, Joey will put those jars back, not thinking about it. And, you know, maybe and they're... Danny the next day makes a peanut butter sandwich and his little dirty baby diaper... Hands. There's a chocolate surprise in the middle of the <laughs> peanut butter jar. You need to stop calling little baby poops chocolate surprises. You need to stop calling it that. Because I can't take it. I don't like it. Package so for daddy. Stop calling. <laughs> You'll have to sign for it. It's a chocolate don't surprise. Call little baby poops chocolate surprises. <laughs> I mixed some jelly in there. Oh, no. So now it's a raspberry currant. So, But she yes. goes, I'm a good cook. She has that cute line. I'm a good cook. And Stephanie has her zinger and goes, sandwiches inside out. Yeah, the sandwich looks like it was <laughs> shot to death <laughs> by a fucking crooked cro- cop. Crooked crop. <laughs> uh, like, look, long story short, they convince Stephanie that they that she should go to class. And when they show up, Joey's sort of prepared this whole thing up. They're all wearing Groucho glasses. And Stephanie gets to feel okay about the splint on oh, her nose. this is cool. This is cool. But <laughs> they do two photos. They do goofy glasses, but then she has to take them off. So what was the point? She still has to have a splint what in full heck? view of the camera. And we, we, you wouldn't know this, but Michelle's preschool classroom and the exterior hallway that leads into it, all they've done for this episode is just given it a fresh coat of paint and they've changed the classroom slightly. So Stephanie and Michelle are going to the same sort of circular classroom it's the school. the same room, the same hallway. It was crazy. You know how we remember it? Not just the architecture of the hallway, but that fucking low-level water fountain. Yeah. What if DJ, what if they do that for DJ too like DJ's trying to get to class and she's like I'm going to class and we're just sitting there going they're all going to the same creepy building <laughs> that like some creepy conspiracy theorists like quick she's coming change the room haven't they given DJ like lockers and stuff they've done that haven't they yeah we've seen her school with yeah. the crazy skylights and there's a phone there's a telephone booth in the cafeteria oh, which yeah. makes total sense that I, I, I remember that I think that covers the whole episode of course now we have to pass out some comet awards for woof worthy fashion woof. woof these are the awards that go to the people with the worst sense of fashion. Becca, do you feel like you need a moment or do you feel like you have a clear contender? It seems like you need some it. time to think. You got it? Oh, you got She's it. got it. She's got it. Uncle Joey's sweatshirt thing. The which, the sport ice hockey thing? I know that people have shirts that like say their favorite team and things of that nature. Oh, goodness. But it just said sport ice hockey mm-hmm. and had a hockey player on it. 
And then for the school scene, he, he puts the jacket over it, and that's like a purple Canadian thing. Yeah. It's the worst. So that's who you're going with? That's who it is. Please feel free to wolf with this. Brandon, who are you going to give it to? Um, You know what? I'm going to give it to... I don't think we can let DJ go without giving no. her at least something. So I'm going to nominate her based off of the ensemble we saw her at the very beginning of the episode with that crazy vest. And I'm going to give it to... Oh, why not? Let's give it to the boot combo, the boot scoot and boogie duo of Stephanie and Jesse at the beginning of the of the of the show. Can I give a? I'll give a a participation award to the Mr. Egghead outfit. I think should be commented on because we didn't really talk about it. It's got there's like a little egg. It's like the eggshells the kids are wearing, but his has got like the yolk like spilling out underneath, and he's got that crazy white and yellow lab coat that's got like yellow pockets. It's just very like in that big obnoxious bow tie. It's just a very unattractive. Well, and then Jesse, for the professor character, is dressed in a graduation gown and cap, mm. I yeah, think, too. Yeah, makes no sense. He's a professor, not a graduating student. Yeah. <gasps> woof, 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 nah, Yes, great. Well, let's go, Brandon. I think, ju- let's just go into your classic sure. question. Okay. Classic question. So, catchphrases are a big thing on this TV show. Did you have a catchphrase, just something you said often as a kid growing up? And then, B, do you feel like you have a catchphrase now. Uh, growing up, I said duh a lot. <laughs> and my duh. dad hated it. Like, uh-huh. Your dad, of course, fan of Elvis, Bill Clinton, <laughs> screening calls, but yes. not, duh. not duh. What did he hate about it? Just like, I think how how rooted it, like yeah. how rude it is and how it's like, duh. it kind of like questions the other person's intelligence and is like, <laughs> oh, you like you idiot, duh, duh, that would happen. Because it's like a because it's a in response to what someone has like put out there, and you're just like yeah, duh. Or yeah, was it a matter like, of like, did you do your homework, duh? duh. Or like, well, duh. And someone, I got a text message that said like, well, duh, lately, and it was like not in seriousness, but I was like, oh, that is like That's kind how it of. Feels. I was like, ew, that is kind of rude. The Gross. tables have absolutely yeah. turned. And I'm like, oh, if a kid said that to me, I would be so upset. Do you think, from a parent's standpoint, it's also it was maybe this idea of you're not using your words, like you're just sort of stop using that one word all the time. Use your words. I think it was more of like, don't you dare question my intelligence. (laughs) Have you heard my Christmas Elvis? Uh, I am a smart man. Screens calls. Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to record my hunka hunka ho ho ho. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah, I think it was more of, ugh, that's so brat. Like, that's so bratty. That's Uh one of the brattiest things. Did your sister also do it? Like, did she sort of take it? on to herself? I think maybe she said it a little bit. I think as a kid, I was always... You were the duh. I was the one to, like, question my parents or my dad. And it just really bothered him because it was like... Oh my gosh! This like tiny, <laughs> I never tiny little this. person that I made is like not afraid of me and like not afraid to be like, no, you're wrong. She threw a pan at my head. <laughs> <laughs> she has such strength. She's operating the TV. She's scooting down the stairs yeah. like a maniac. And I think it was just like, no, that's so bratty. <laughs> so, but I feel like I said it because you know it was the '90s, whatever. It's the <laughs> '90s. Don't have a cow. Eat my shorts, Bart yes. Simpson. What about what about nowadays? Do you have something that you like to say? I feel like I start a lot of sentences with, I feel like. Just sort of get yourself going. I feel like I start a lot of sentences with, I feel like. You like to be honest with your feelings. I do. I do. I love feelings. I love to talk about them. You're also making it clear that this is my voice. Right. I don't speak for the room. Yes. (laughs) Me, personally, I feel. That's a total duh. Yeah. Mm. Well, I feel like, well, duh. So would you say that you don't have a catchphrase? I don't think so. Oh! Oh, well, so it would seem that it is time for another round of, say it with me, Brandon, Catchy Catchy. catchy. You weren't sure what it was <laughs> no. now that you do know that it was, that's called Catchy Catchy. Looks like it's time for another round of Catchy Catchy. Oh, for God's sake. Looks like it's time for another round of Catchy Catchy. Oh, no. Okay, this is how it works. Brandon and I will come up with two catchphrase options on the spot, and you'll just get to choose one to sort of go with you into the real world. You have to use it. Okay, I will. Clearly, we can't police you, your usage of these phrases. But uh, But you do have to choose between me or Brandon, I'm kind of panicking right now because I I, I don't know what to say. So you you go first, buddy. Chugga, chugga, chew. Who? Me? (laughs) Okay. That's one. Oh, I'm sorry. Say it one more time. Chugga, chugga, chew. Who? Me? (laughs) 
Why can't it just be chugga chugga who, me? No, because it's chugga chugga choo choo. What about chugga chugga who, who, me? John, this is my catchphrase. If I want to correct yours, I will. I think I just, I, I'm used to collaborating. And, and I like to be in a workshop scenario. There's no, nothing it's, wrong. It's chugga chugga choo who, me? So that's your first option. And uh, <laughs> the next option is, I think I can. I think hey. I can. I just don't want to. Oh, you copycat. Trains. Ooh, I like the train theme here. Mm, It'll make it more difficult for her to choose. Now the the outcome will be more, ooh, the tension. I like the second one. Yes, for once. I like the attitude... And I'm sorry, but I, w- I feel like I would forget when to do the who. Right? The last it seems chew. confusing. The last chew is a who. Chugga, 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 chugga. Chew. <laughs> who? Me? Yeah, yeah there right? you go. That's weird. It should be chugga, 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 chugga. Who? Who? Me? No. I think that's, that's terrible. More. That doesn't flow at all. Chugga, 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 chugga. Who? Me? That's fine that you made that decision. I'm just a little disappointed in you. I'm Brandon uh, is very upset with you right okay. now. We're now more like tied because I used to win them all the time. Oh, for God's sake. Obviously, I'm a true brat because I told you my old catchphrase. Oh, should I well, should have gone so like I, a mean I like the, I yeah. think I can, I think, think I, can. I can. I just, just don't, don't want, want to. to. Oh, <laughs> I might use that. What a sassy <laughs> train. <laughs> Becca, thank you so much for joining us today and talking thank about Mr. Me. Egghead. <laughs> I think we can all agree that it was an egg... Excellent experience. I think you are an egg extraordinary. <laughs> well, we're back. Are, are you sure? Yes, we're, we're I, oh. yes, yes, we're back. Uh, Brandon, would you like to explain yourself? <laughs> uh, so while John was making one of his egg puns, I was sick of it, and I <laughs> I twisted his nipple. He <laughs> knocked the microphone, and it ended recording. Uh, and yet we're back. And yet we're back. Uh. Becca, oh goodness, is there anything egg specially special that you would like to promote? Personal projects, performance Plugs. opportunities. Plugs, Plugs? Thanks. Come catch a Denver show at the world famous IO. Mm-hmm. What else? That's IO Chicago, I-O not IO West. Not IO West. Don't go there. Purple Rain has two more shows at CIC. What? What is this Purple Rain? It is uh, the team I'm on. House oh, okay. House yeah, because they're there. starting. They're gonna mix things up. We're reshuffling. Yeah. And then, oh, I'm in Soapbox Derby King at the Annoyance, which is a musical romp about a soapbox derby race in 1973. Thursdays at eight. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. And how long Great. does that run for? Until late September. Great. Well, of course, you can always download and subscribe to us through iTunes. Feel free to leave a five-star review. You can also stream through Libsyn. That's howrudepodcast.libsyn.com. Stitcher, Facebook, thehowrudepodcast at gmail.com. We've actually been getting quite a few emails recently about what we're planning to cover. Yes, we are planning on covering the Lifetime movie about the -the behind-the-scenes story of the Full House experience. Yes, of course, we're planning on covering Fuller House. Probably going to marathon it and then just dedicate yep. one episode to yep. it. So, yep. yes, those... do no. 12 episodes. Absolutely not. Of course, you can also find us on Tumblr. That's hrpodcast.tumblr.com. We're on Twitter. Brandon, what's your name on Twitter? At B-double-E-shock. Mine is at J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. Becca, are you on Twitter? Uh, yeah, I have two Twitters. Two Twitters? My God. At Bex, B-E-X, Slack, S-L-A-C-K. And then I just started a new one because I have this bit where I pretend to be a mom that loves minion memes. <laughs> so if you want to follow me at at mom loves minions, <laughs> you can. I have I seven followers I, now. Oh. That's a fi- I'm following that, yes. <laughs> mom loves minions. So is it just repostings or is it like her observations like why she loves the minions? So I have some people on my Facebook that truly post those oh, minion no. memes no, no, as no. like, yes, I totally relate to this minion meme. So I've started screenshotting them and or just sharing them as this character Mama's who's name. a mom who loves minion memes <laughs> and just like using them for parts of her life. Just so, like, yeah, it's... She's, I can do an example of Oh, one. great. So yes. there was one with this, like, sad little minion, and it said something like, it's always sad when someone gives up on you, but you know you would never give up on them. And then... That's a real minion meme? Yeah, and it's a minion, and it makes no sense why these <laughs> quotes are with these minions. They it never does. Absolutely no sense. So my character, in all caps, was like, oh, my belly dancing teacher at the Y asked me not to come back again. <laughs> 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 and so, like, 
some people know that it's a bit, and they're like, okay. But other people are probably favoriting it. Yes. Like, I did... What did I... I did one where it was something about, like, my kids and their, like, their iPods or something, and I got some, like... Strangers. like, yes, this happens to me. Mm-hmm. Pre- <laughs> you got, so you got affirmation. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. Oh, dear Kids God. Kids these days. Kids, Jesus Christ. Minions in theaters? Yes, still in theaters. Never seen it. <laughs> never uh. seen it. Never seen an episode of Friends. Quote, Brandon Chotney. <laughs> so proud of yourself. That's this right. is the part of the show where we go around, we say our names as individuals. I will say, and we'll see you next time on, and then together we'll say the phrase, how rude. Brandon, let's start with you. Please don't knock over the microphone as you're bit. I would appreciate it if you didn't knock it into my brand new laptop again. Uh, I am Brandon Chockney. Tweaking my nipple. You are tweaking my nipple again. I am Brandon Chockney. What is wrong with you? I'm Becca Slack. Hey, no, no, no. That is not how we do these things. We don't do it. Duh. That's not how we do things. Duh. What if I didn't know how to use duh? I do things, duh. Thank you very much, duh. <laughs> I take you to be my beloved, beloved wife, duh. Uh, I am Brandon Shockney. I am Jonathan Pernasek, duh. I am Becca Slack. And we'll see you next time on How Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales. Collard greens, lima so beans. Do know a fair I was of it. lying earlier. <laughs> <laughs>